Hey, greetings, fellow slingers. It's your trusted GM, Brian, welcoming you once again to the show. Episode 18 of our Blood Lords run through our mid-season finale. I hope everyone's enjoyed the season so far. Episodes 1 through 17, part 1 and part 2 of episode 17, because it was too long. And I hope everyone has enjoyed what we've put out so far. Don't forget, we're going to start running some Delta Green scenarios, starting with Convergence coming up next Remember, write into the show at RollTheHard20Podcast at gmail.com. Let me know what you think about it. Don't forget, leave us that five-star rating and review on whatever podcast app you listen to the show on because it really does help. I know we got some uh, some real fans of the show out there that are really writing in. They're blasting me every week that I drop the show, and I, I don't want that to stop. I want to see those numbers pump up, pump up. No rookie numbers. You know what I mean. So without any further delay, Let's warm up our dice and top off our glass as Roll the Hard 20 Podcast presents episode 18 of our Blood Lords run through. Man, it's been a long, long road. Sammy jumps on real quick. We'll go over a few things, be, uh, which I'll cut all this happy crappy hey, out. Yo, you need to calm down, pipe down a bit. Oh. You need to dampen your enthusiasm. You need to calm down. I'll do that. Everybody got a drink? Oh yes, yeah, we have topped off our glass. Junior, what are you drinking? Up our dice. I'm drinking still the Ashland. I'm still liking these hard cider things. Chris, what are you drinking? Water. Jeez, <laughs> oh, I'm just coming off being sick, dude. Tone, I am drinking a Hanamachi from Bottle Logic, locally brewed in Anaheim, California. Hey, right. my hometown. Sam, what All of are our you drinking? Actually, I don't know where the fuck he decided to disappear to and why hey, he does that. Hey. Right, what? You need to calm down. Yeah, he's getting a drink. Yeah. And to show that my dice were warmed up, I threw one in the box here, and it came up a natural twenty. Yeah, get those out now, will you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Let's yeah. see what mine. Roll the ones, I don't yeah. even want to roll mine. Mm-mm. You're not going to have a chance, Junior. So I know. About... <laughs> <laughs> the only time I'm going to roll this is for some kind of save. Look, everybody just gets up and leaves. Hey, it's not a big deal. We're only putting on a show. <laughs> Sam, what are you drinking? Tonight, we're having a little bit of the blood from the vine. A wine called Bar Dog. Bar Dog. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's uh, let's do a real quick one, real quick before we get into our business. Let's give one up for our fallen brother Ratke. Hail Ratke! Hi. Right. Yeah. We miss you, bro. Yes. We'll see you on the other side, or maybe in a future episode. Who knows? <laughs> so, how's everyone been? I know it's been a while. It's been what a week? Yeah. It's an awful long week. Well, don't don't everybody explain how great your week's been at once. I start. I'm <laughs> off for the, like the next six days, so I can be happier. Oh, That's right great. on! Congratulations, man! How'd you manage that? You on vacation? I quit. Going to jail. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> I'm unemployed. <laughs> right on. Well, yeah. good job. You gonna you gonna go anywhere, or what are you doing? You just gonna stay at We're, home? Um, it's my three day plus. I took a couple extra days off 
And uh, we're actually doing the Disneyland Star Wars night. Oh, uh, on Monday. So you're going to do the all nighter. Yeah. Get that turkey leg going. Hell yeah. Double churro. <laughs> you uh going to go in with <laughs> the wheelchair churros. like you did that one time. So you get to the front of all the lines. No, they they banned me from doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Personally banned him. <laughs> all right. Well, let's uh, let's lead us in and get this ball started. Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to World of Hard 20 Podcast. It is I, your trusted GM, Brian, at the helm, and with me, my hard slingers of yore. Yeah. yeah. Special content. <laughs> We're beginning episode 18 of our Blood Lords run-through, and let me give a little breakdown of where we are. Finally, after clearing out the majority of the dangers of the manor, getting past the gauntlet of rats, ostevites, nests, you discovered in a hidden room that led you to doing battle with a boss-level skull fairy, nearly causing De La Cruz's demise. A corpse on the floor, not De La Cruz, uh, was robed <laughs> with a multitude of tattoos and scarring, all looking to be self-inflicted, but in its possession, wrapped in a swath of flesh, an ornate key carved out of obsidian. The flesh tattooed with the phrase, death and secrets. Kerr had the insight to ask Dr. Argon the Annihilator if he recognized the key. The response was, Oh, it looked like a key I might have used for my safety deposit box. And he informed you when you asked where that, Well, I could tell you, but that would have to wait until next session. Well, guess what? We're at next session now. You speak up. Spell it. Spell that. Uh, can we call the, the skull fairy something other than a fairy? Perhaps a uh, skull demon? Because uh, being since it kicked our asses so thoroughly, uh, just the, the idea of it being a fairy is just, I don't know. It's, it's not we, very fairy? No, it's not very fairy at all. It doesn't strike me as a creature of the fae. It strikes me as something out of the pit of hell. Especially Sounds to me like you're trying the, to assume what it's capable and can't. I, it was capable of a lot. Let's what about, uh, we call it a plus five dwarven slayer fairy? Yeah, no, let's just eliminate fairy from the whole name whatsoever. Just call Tone. it a skull demon. Tone, get closer to your mic. Okay. There you Is go. That any yeah. Gotcha. Now I'm going to need yeah. you to go through that whole rant again. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> He's serious, Tone. Do it. <laughs> now. Don't make me block you. Uh, no, I, uh, I didn't name this thing. I don't know who named. Actually, well, Paizo named it, but yeah, thanks a lot, Paizo. Appreciate yeah, it. I really it skull actually, I really did possible? appreciate it because it was fun yeah. running it. What he's saying is, take it up with Paizo. <laughs> I don't have their website. <laughs> Paizo.com. So, you guys are still in this room at the northwest corner. This secret room where that corpse was on the floor with the stone altar in the eastern portion of that room. You got the dead, curb-stomped skull fairy laying close beside De La Cruz, who looks like it was almost curb-stomped as well. <laughs> what you all want to do? We want to hear what uh, Dr. Annihilation had to say about the key. It's an annihilator, not annihilation. <laughs> it would be the rest of my body. Larry, I was I'm telling you that this looks like a key to one of the vaults 
that the Grey Dirge Bank had to offer. Anybody oh. know where the Grey Dirge Bank is? Yes, I do. It's in Grey Dirge. <laughs> oh, you're so smart. That's why I like being on your shoulder, Khan. Master it all. Master of jokes, yeah. Yes, well, of course. Keep on making them pugnant. Well, maybe we can uh, check out this bank and this safety deposit box. I'm afraid that out. won't be possible, Master Khan. Go ahead, explain. I do believe that the Great Dirge Bank has been defunct for quite some time. Well, we still got to go into the city anyways. We got to help out our man Cruz here. I believe last episode I was helping Cruz up. Am I helping him up still? Or is he completely KO'd? Is he vertical? Horizontal? Well, last time I conferred with the GM, he was at second to three. Does that mean he's unconscious? I'm going to look at Cruz. What's he look like? Is he standing up? <laughs> Cruz, <laughs> Cruz like how you doing, man? <laughs> oh, Cruz is walking dead right now. Yeah, he's up, but uh, he's in a, a sad state. He's in a wonderful estate, my new condo. All right, let's, uh, from my, from my recollection, we have one more room to clear and we might be done with this place. But if we really want to, we can go into town and make sure Cruz isn't gonna die on us first. What does Cruz say do. since you're still up? We need, I can't go any further like this. We need to go into town. So, Explain to me what you want to do from this particular room moving forward. Well, is there anything else for us to look at, explore, ask stupid questions about possibly? In the room or in the manor? In the, in the room we're currently in before we vacate and go to town. Well, you did have that altar. You were unable to decipher uh, the majority of the glyphs that were upon it, except for three letters z-o-n but you were the only one that actually took the time to look at it sorrel you should check this out man i don't know if the elf knows how to read z-o-n do those appear to me to be initials or a word they're just three letters that are together great okay all right anything else in the room we should take a look at or anything else in the room that strikes or pulls at our notice well, as I described before, all four walls, including the ceiling, are covered in skulls. Their ocular cavities just staring into the middle of the room. Majority of them appear to be humanoid, and the floor itself is stone. The altar is also stone. And other than the body of the humanoid individual, well, what's called a human male, and the skull fairy, there is nothing else around. Mind you that the that the the human individual's skull had been blown open. You see portions of brain and other uh, viscera splattered on the floor, but this looks old, like it's it's been around for a while. We searched the body, found the key, and I can't remember if we searched the altar itself. You just looked to see if if you could make out the glyphs that were on it. All right, let's take a closer inspection of the altar to see if it twists, turns, has any hidden portals or switches. And then I would also ask Sorrel to take a look at the glyphs, see if he can read it any better than I could. Okay. 
Sorel as he watches our elf, our new elf friend, kind of look befuddled by the words on this altar and confused. I step up to that altar, and I'd like to do a religion check against the the altar, any words, scribings, anything upon it that I might be able to uh, decipher with with my religious experience. Okay. Jesus. 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 Hail Satan. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> 17 on religion 17? check. Yep. Damn. As you're looking over this, these glyphs, you see what Kira was talking about. You see Z-O-N. It's somewhere in the middle of the text. And then you make out six other letters that are following it that look to be, that follow it behind a, a hyphen. And it's the letters K-U-T-H-O-N. And you're looking at them and you look at the first three letters, then the hyphen, then the next six letters. Zon Kuthon? Yeah. And as it, you start making this, this phrase or word or name out in your head, you start to get this sickly feeling in the, in the pit of your stomach. And I need you to make a will save. Will do. Uh -oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I need you to make a fortitude save. <laughs> Sanity check. <laughs> uh, 14. 14. You feel this bile begin to rise up and settle back down. You start breaking out in cold sweats and you feel that whatever made you feel at unease slowly start to recess and ebb away and pass you by. But just something about that phrase or name or whatever it is just really runs your blood cold. I turn back to the party and say, do, do not, I repeat, do not utter the words you see upon this altar. What words? No, there's, there's something, something evil afoot in this place. And as I was reading it, I didn't feel so well. You know who Butter. else is not feeling good? Cruz. I think we need to head town. Yeah, I'm right here. I got you right here, man. We're going into town. I don't know nobody in this town but Missy Burline and my man Reva. So where do you want to go to first? Oh, one of them, one I question, think, likes though. you can a little we, more. Can Sorrel and I tell what language this is in? What <laughs> alphabet this is from? Sorrel. <laughs> Did you have a question for me? Uh, that's good I enough. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just... Oh, we lost Kier. He's out. No, I'm still here. Oh, we just lost your pretty face. There it is. All yeah. glorious. But doctor, I, I read the words scribed upon this altar and didn't feel so well. Is there something else about this room that uh, you may know about or... Perhaps you're not sharing with us? I, I told you last episode that a lot of the rooms down here were not designed this way when I owned the place. I don't recall skulls and bones everywhere. Hmm. Okay, good enough. 
I'm sorry. I wish I could be more help to you. I'm, I, 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 I can't do that, though. Do we recognize what the letters are from? Which alphabet or language? They're more of a, like a secret type of a glyph, more like a, an occult glyphs. And the only reason why those particular letters stood out is because they just make sense to have been written in a regular language. Like there, there's not a glyph that translates to that. Does it make sense? Yes. Uh, our, before we leave, our inspection of the altar, did it relieve, uh, re, um, reveal anything? No, it did not. You didn't roll for it, though, either. I love it. It's like, Cruz, I'm dying. Are the letters <laughs> Sarah? <laughs> uh, I rolled a natural 20. Hey, damn. Yeah. Okay, so as you're That's looking a- at this altar, you notice it just one complete edifice of stone. And it, as you're as you're feeling about it, you get the feeling just from from your inspection that it actually goes into the ground. It's not set upon the ground. It's it appears to be much longer than what is above ground. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Okay. It's uh, what we're looking at is just the visible portion. There may be more to it beneath the ground. That's correct. Uh, is there anything that would look like it would activate this? Perhaps the death of one of your party members. About 250 pounds on top of it. Yeah, I'm just kidding because obviously De La Cruz is like at the threshold at this point. Um, okay. We will leave and take up this up later. Uh, what do you all say? We get our man some uh, some health or, any, or get him to the town, get him healed. Um, and I understand, Sorrel, you can cast a sustainment spell. That would prevent him from worsening. All I can do is stabilize him. Yeah, stabilize, not sustainment, stabilize. Would that well, prevent him from getting worse while are we journey to the town? It, it will do nothing. Ah, fantastic. <laughs> now, can we tell if any of the carvings on the altar is more of a bar relief or is it more like indented in there? I just want to check real quick. <laughs> They are indented. They they are okay. as though they are chiseled or or, or dremeled into it. Well, I was actually joking because I wasn't. Yeah. Were they left-handed, <laughs> right-handed? Was there a slant to the writing? Oh, hey, GM, what? But what that, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got Cruz. I'm helping him uh, walk as best as possible. He's you know, since we're in the hallway and we can't double you know double up there i'm gonna just be pushing him from behind i bet yeah khan is going to go and help out mr cruz there you know i don't know if he's gonna be up vertical or falling horizontal but i'm gonna be there to catch him when he falls i got you yeah i feel safe in your arms (laughs) (laughs) push me harder from behind please i'm gonna gonna help push you (laughs) so what is the plan Besides stronger internet. <laughs> yeah. Try to make it back to town. Yeah. Find As some I, kind of healer. I had mentioned to the group, we can go to two places. Missy Burline, see if she can help. She's never a help. I don't think we should go there. And she might want to reclaim the manor now that it's clean and swept. Or we can go to Reva, who seemed to have some sort of a 
attachment to our friend Mr. Cruz. So I don't know what kind of deals you can sway there, but uh, I also have in my pocket a set of silver or platinum fangs that we can bribe this toothy man with. By the way, Junior had mentioned uh, when we briefly broke our internet that he asked me what's what level of sickened Sebastian was at. And he's he's actually at four, but he, he's up because of what Kier did to, to blast him up off the floor. Um, yeah. But he's... His ability to stay vertical for a long period of time is really tenuous. That's true. He's up, but he might be down with the sickness. You know <laughs> what I mean? So, Do we have any carts or beasts of burden to bring him back? Didn't we take a, a cart? cart? Yeah, we took a donkey cart. Yeah, cool. but... You left that back with Murik at Berline's no, house. We didn't leave it. The bitch took it. That was our <laughs> donkey cult, and she took it back. Hey, what big Those are the stables around this house. It's awful large manner not to have a stable of some kind. Maybe there's a, a cart or even a wheelbarrow we can bring him back in. I can carry him. We can make a... What do you call it? One of those litter. little uh, litter. Yeah, a lift, a sling, something like that. Yeah, um, that should be interesting going through the ovens on your way back ovens? to town. Ovens? Tell me more about these ovens. <laughs> well, those were the the dilapidated and burned out husks of buildings that you ran through while you were being chased by the individuals who thought you would taste good over an open fire. That is oh, what led yeah. you oh, yeah. to this manor. Those ovens. Those ovens. Oh, boy. Elf. They don't taste good. It's like impossible meat. You know what I mean? Made out of beets and all that <laughs> stuff. Not real meat. Tofu people. Yeah. Well, we got to get Cruz going while he's still vertical. If we got to walk through the ovens, we'll walk through. Yeah. How far is it to town, GM? It's about a mile and a half. Oh, yeah. No problem. We can run that in eight minutes. It's 20 minutes if you're walking slow. Real slow. Well, we got the dwarf, and on his good day, he don't walk fast. It'll be okay. Okay. So, literally, take me through what you're doing from this room to where you're going. All right. I would nope. say we're going up the staircase. Is that right, everybody in the group? Yes. Yes. We're going to leave that last room to check once Cruz is upright, and I'll, we'll let him handle it himself. Payback. So I say we go up the stairs. Avoid the pool. Unless you want to wash your face or something, Cruz. No, I'm good. You hear those bottles clinking in the background? That's the GM right there with his apple juice. <laughs> we keep going. Walk me through everything. I, I don't want to take the liberty of leading you through anywhere. Okay, I'm going to do this good because the GM is going to be opening a bottle here. So what we're going to do is we're going to leave this hallway. It was behind the cells that we were checking out earlier. We're going to walk up the stairway. I'm helping Cruz. I'm not going to let him fall down the stairs. I'll be behind him if he needs that support. Or in the water. Yeah. And then once we're up on the stairs, we'll switch to the map that's upstairs. Assuming we're not getting blindsided or attacked or anything. Sorrel, you're kind of quiet. What's up? Just following. Okay. Following. Get us out of here. All right. Well, I'm just worried that, you know, we're going to get to that ovens and you're going to be like, oh, we shouldn't have done this. And I'm not yet time to talk, Sorrel. <laughs> I mean, I, I would, doc, Dr. Annihilator's patting me on the back. Then, yeah, let's go there. Let's go. 
Well, of course, if we're going to go to town, perhaps I should change my clothes. Perhaps put on an oven mitt. For yeah, put on oven. your dress ring. <laughs> <laughs> put on my finger ring. My knuckle duster. Yeah, okay. So That's right. All right, so now we're at the top, right? I'm going to keep stairs. going. It looks like here, Nova Fire might have died on the spot there. So we're up at the top of the stairs. Let me move myself. Don't worry about moving anybody on the on the map. Just tell me where you're going. And then we're going to go through the terrarium area with the big bloody scarlet half circle of glass up there. We're going to go to the front doors. Now, we're going to go out these front doors a little bit more stealthy, a little bit more quiet. I'm going to take a peek. I don't know what those guys that were following me and apparently out of character uh, Kier was followed by those guys. So now Khan's going to be opening up the doors and making sure that there's nobody, you know, coming into it. Uh, gank us. Okay. So you open the door and you see it's about 4.30 in the morning. Actually, sun is just starting to come up. Mm. You get this low-hanging fog that's basically blanketing the ground all about you. Tell me what you want to do. Bruce, you up for this? We know that there's people out there creeping. You may have to do a fight, or at least pretend like you're able to fight. We don't want to show weakness, so I'm going to have... You're going to have to walk right now, okay? I'm okay with that. At least the sun's coming up. We'll be able to spot people from further. Take out that sword, take out that shield, and just show like you're the friggin' badass rooster on the farm. Caballo Negro. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know other languages, but I think that's the black rooster. I, I don't know. I, <laughs> and maybe we want to cut that out for some reason, because someone would think that's offensive. I don't know. We're leaving it in. We're leaving right, it Sorrel, in. It wasn't offensive. You got any kind of spells ready that are kind of flashy and scary? If we see something, you could blast them from afar. Uh, Blind days, something. I got something that could, could aid. But we need to. We do need to move along. Yeah, you know, Cruz's need... condition is well beyond my capabilities at this we'll point. Triple speed it. Actually, it won't be triple speed if he's in charge of his own mobility. Yeah, because so... he can. I mean, I don't even think he can move at this. Technically, he should be unconscious. He needs <clears> to be manhandled. Okay. Well, I can. I can definitely carry him. All right. So. Since Sebastian is about to swoon on his feet, I'm actually going to dwarf handle this man and carry him. Okay. And so we're going to keep moving. We're going to keep trucking. And we're just going to keep moving until someone causes us to stop and engage. Okay. So let's start moving to the south. Are you guys running? Are you guys trying to be stealthy? I think we're going to move on a quick pace. We're not going to be creeping because that'll take too long, but we're not going to be, I don't, I I can't physically run, you know, and just out of character real quick. Yeah. I think we should just move as, as fast as we can, like we did before. And any kind of things that are creeping and all that, having Sorrel do some sort of prestidigitation to scare them mm-hmm. off or you know, here Nova Fire, whenever he shows up, can do some kind of flashy spells and stuff like that. But the goal is to get to town. And once we get to town, we'll find some way that we can 
transport him so I don't just like throw him on the fucking <laughs> counter at Riva's. Yeah. Okay. Here you go. So you guys start moving south. It's starting to get a little light. The sun itself has not crested the horizon yet. Fog is kind of keeping things cool and obscuring your view. Make a perception check. Everyone? I'm going to have you make it, Sorrel. Cruz, I'll take this. <laughs> All right. Because honestly, Con, with, with you carrying Sebastian, you're probably going to be less inclined to yeah. to do much other than carry him. I'm just workhorsing it. I got like 300 pounds of plate and dwarf and beard on my shoulder. I moisturized it. Should be soft. <laughs> Sorrel. 16. 16. As you guys are moving on your southern bearing, you tend to you start to hear voices coming from the southwest. They're engaged, talking with one another. What do you want to do with them? Well, we killed them. We can eat them right now. Well, let's just 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 cook the little one first, and we'll save the other three for later. You hear this muffling sound, almost whimpering. From what you can tell, it sounds like your pursuers have caught other individuals, which might give you the ability to pass undetected. Okay, well, I can be as stealthy as possible carrying 300 pounds of, like I said, dwarf beard and plate mail. On weird. Definitely not alone here. We need to double time it out of here. We are being well, watched. Yeah, we knew that when we got here, right? We just got to make sure that we can get through. Nice thing is, is we can always throw on the door. I'm just kidding, Cruz. <laughs> I don't do that, man. Is there cover around here where we might be able to use some of the buildings along the road as uh, of the ovens as we head into Great Urge? They're just completely burned out shacks and houses. Now, you, you understand what I'm saying, though, as far as, like, they appear to have caught other people. And yeah. those, are, those are the ones that they're going to... Yep. So, Con, let's just... I, I, Sorrel, um, how are you carrying him, by the way? Are you dragging him, or... No, he's over <laughs> his shoulder. By the okay. ears. By the, be yeah. by the beard, man. Okay. Got his I asked beard wrapped I was... around my waist. Okay. I didn't know if you were dragging him and Sorrel, even though he's... You know, weak as fuck. He was just gonna try to help drag along, but no, I got him. We got him. Okay, so we we continue to make our way into Great Dirge as we pass through the ovens. Okay, so with zero consideration that there may be other people that have run afoul of these individuals, you actually use their plight to to further your own. Agenda. Like Wrong that. place, right time. So you guys get to the western entrance into Great Urge. You see that there are several sentries at these two parapets, and they look at the four of you, one of which is slung over Khan's shoulder. 
and they kind of eyeball you suspiciously. One of them says, Where do you think you're going? I saw that uh, the four of you had left here not too long ago. Of course, uh, one of your four appears to have changed slightly. What business do you have coming back to a Grey Dirge? We have a meeting with Reva. Reva? The hell do you want with that old ancient relic? You want to take it up with him? We already been here. You know who we are. We mean no harm. We're on business. Let us pass, please. I said please. Well, since you said please, obviously I'm going to let you go by with just a wink this time. Before I would have been just <laughs> a warning, but make sure we let Berline know. Yeah, you can let Berline know that we took care of the manor as well, as she had asked us to do. I am kind wasting of my time. Oh. Make a diplomacy. I have no diplomacy. Have you have diplomacy in this fucking game? Yeah, I got hey, diplomacy. GM, as 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 Khan is clearly getting kind of irritated by the line of questioning, Sorel <laughs> <laughs> um, steps uh, forward and and attempts to kind of cool the situation and just say, "Please, as you can see, one of our original companions is no longer with us." You can see that one of our other companions is not in good shape. Um, we, I beg you, I plead with you, please allow us through. We're is just trying, matter? we're just trying to help uh, our our party member. So what? I'm gonna, I'll try a diplomacy check on that. Oh, go for it. Because it's diplomacy. Know. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty three, baby. Oh. Yeah. Well, I rolled a nine. You're, if that helps. You're, no, it doesn't mean shit. You're. Your speech actually brings a, a tear to the man's eye. They still got tear ducts? Little man, I, I can't help but be moved by what you've said. Please come into the great urges at your beck and call. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, thank, thank you, sir. Thank you. And then I, he kind of leans at the other man. <laughs> they kind of hug each other and give, give each other support. So you now have access once again to Great Urge. Sorel goes over by Khan and kind of starts to push him forward. Like enough of of uh, contact here. Let's move forward. Yeah. Now, if you didn't suffer consequences, if you remember, I had mentioned that Riva's apothecary is located between the Court of Ghouls and the Meat Market. Lovely. Which would take you all the way to the eastern side of Great Urge, and you have entered from the western side, so you're going to have to circumvent the entire area. Now, being how morning is starting to come upon you guys, you notice that the traffic has gotten much less than it was that evening you were traveling through Great Urge. Seems like the majority of people that live here or do business in here do it during the evenings. Okay. Well, we got to move. We ain't got no other choice. We can always look and see if we can procure some sort of transportation for Mr. Cruz here. But uh, how, how long do you think it is for us to get from where we are from where we need to be? Me? See. 
maybe like 10 minutes at the most. Well, shit, let's get moving. Well, hold on, fucko. All right, sorry, let's go. Out of character. Sorry, right. I apologize for that. Uh, no problem. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, you posted the Great Urge map. Yep. Okay. I thought that was Ryder. Good job, Weaver. No. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's hot on that. Now, you see where it says grounds? Parade grounds? Where it says parade grounds? That S to the to the eastern side of that S, that's where Reva's located, just so you know. Okay. So, um, so Rel will, will kind of take point here uh, and say, Kier, come, come, come with me, come. So we'll make, make our way kind of south, southeast through the ovens and then um, know that we'll kind of head kind of uh, northeast uh, along parade grounds. Well, the ovens are, are outside of Grey Dirge. I'm sorry. As we as we come in from the ovens into Grey Dirge, we're going to take that road, you know, that we just came in from the ovens. We're going to head kind of southeast down towards uh, Parade Grounds and the Nashes. And then we're going to head northeast more towards the, uh, the Parade Grounds towards Riva. Okay. By the time you guys get through the center parapets that are located in the middle of Grey Dirge, the sun has started to crest the horizon and illuminate all of Great Urge. After a few moments, you actually find yourselves standing before the door of Riva's apothecary. Is it open? The store? Is there a sign or anything? Or is there's he no sign? Sleeping during the day. There's no sign. There's just a string with a bell, or you could choose to enter the door. No. Oh. Uh, Sorrel's going to ring the bell. I was going to barge in. Well done, Sorrel. No. <laughs> There's gonna a few come moments. in with a sleeping cap and shit. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Nice a few shit. moments later, the door just opens. Nobody's a, on the other side of it. It's just uh, open. It is uh, open. Can, are there any lights on inside? Any candles lit or anything? Or is it just dark? It's low lit, but not by any type of man-made illumination. No candles are lit or, or anything else like that. No fires burning okay. in the hearth. Okay, so Sorel's going to walk into this uh, shop and, and yell for Riva. Riva! Riva! We need your help, Riva! As the four of you enter <laughs> the apothecary, you hear from one of the darkened corners... Welcome back to Reva's pocket area. <laughs> I see you brought hand with you. Oh, tell me, what can Reva do for you? Oh, oh my, is that my good buddy, De La Cruz? <laughs> yes, Reva, it is. As you can see, he is not in oh. uh, of good health at Bring this point. Bring buddy to Reva, please. Put him on counter. Oh, oh okay. Con, con, put him on the counter. But and I kind of whisper, but stay close to him. Oh, Ruse, are you up, or is he unconscious? Unconscious. No, he's Ruse. he's he's awake. But think of him as coming like in and out. In and yeah, just in and out, in, in and out. Where are we? We're at Rivas. We're trying to get you some help, Cruz. Look at poor buddy. What happened to to friend? I told uh, you, make deal with Riva. Riva treat you good. 
you should stay with Riva for a while longer. Can you help us? Can you help our friend? Well, who do you want help? You or Cruz here? As you can see, the rest of us are upright and okay. It is our friend Cruz that needs assistance. Who has power of attorney over Cruz? Cruz does. He's still up. I need to do tests with little man to to see what ails him, but the very intrusive type tests. I you just uh, just run the tests. And you can do that. <laughs> you can do that with me right next to you. Well, these are very trade secrets. Riva don't like giving away trade secrets to people. Uh, Riva, can well, how- can you see that Khan? No offense, Khan. He's more muscle than he's brawn, more brawn than brain. I don't think there's going to be anything. We, we are all friends here, old friends together. You, me, Riva, little crews, we all do things together. Then there's so, no problem with me watching. Tell you what, if you want, I'll look in a mirror so I'm not directly. You got a mirror around here, maybe? I do look in mirror. And he shows you there's mirrors and you can see his reflection in the mirrors. That is old wives tale, Riva. He dismisses that. He, that's how he gets away so often. People think, I ain't got no many old wives, so I, I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, let me run lethal blood test on your friend here just to see what ails him. You're going to use a syringe, correct? No, no, no syringe. Riva is syringe. Yeah, Cruz gave okay. Are you okay with this, Cruz? Yeah, just get done. What you gonna need for payment, Reva? We... Reva talk out payment with Cruz. Cruz is still alive. Cruz can make payment to Reva. What are we talking about, Reva? What do you want? (laughs) Well, nothing right now, but eventually Reva going to want something. But I need to know that I can count on you. That Riva can count on you to help him when time comes. Mm-hmm. Well, if you don't help me out now, I can't fill that promise. But I you will feel promised now, though. If I let you live, if I help you live, you you complete that promise. Sure, Riva. You promise to promise. What's the deal here? Brass tacks. What are we talking about? Like I said, there'll come time when Riva may need something from you. Something small, nothing big, something you won't even miss. But at that time, you help Riva. Riva help you now. Until then, consider it a gift on the day of my daughter's yeah. wedding. <laughs> All right. All right, Riva, you got a deal. Very good. Riva need more light. Shrek. You see all the candles <laughs> burst about all in the room. Immediately gets super bright. These will only hurt for a moment. And he puts his left hand over your right eye and peels your eyelid way back. And with his little fingernail, he scrapes the inside of your eyelid. 
And he does a little taste, just a little taste. Oh. <laughs> Are you surprised that you're even still alive after all this? It tastes a little bit rat, a little <laughs> bit ostovite. Could this be Skull Fairy? Where's Skull Fairy? I would love to have Skull Fairy for dinner. Just Cajun gumbo. You wait right here. I'll be right back. And he goes behind the counter. He goes into a room that's covered by a, a large sheet. He's gone for about maybe five minutes. He comes back <laughs> with this little vial. He shakes it up. You're going to really not like this, but... It is necessary. Are you ready? Ready. And he covers your mouth and he pours it down your nose. Ah. I need you to make a fortitude save. <laughs> All right. At least we got something good for that. Indeed. Uh, 22. 22. This stuff burns. It's almost like jumping into a pool and having the water go up your nose. But if the water was like acid <laughs> and you just feel it coming out of your pores, you feel it coming out of your tear ducts, out of your ears, and you feel the need to want to pass out, but you manage to, to stay alert, probably because of the pain that would make you pass out is what's making you start. And within moments, you feel incredibly well. All those those feelings that you felt when you were in the manor after being bit by the rats and the and the skull fairy's noxious cloud and, and just all these ailments that happened to you, they just seem to evaporate from you, leaving you completely whole. No extra hit points, mind you, and you didn't heal from it, but it did seem to do away with your condition. Oh yeah, well, feeling like a million bucks now. But it's good because Riva going to need the million bucks at some point. We got some payment if you need it. No, no. De La Cruz and I, we already made payment. He knows deal. Now Riva's got to get back to cough. Got to get back to bed. Sorry. Um. Yeah, you have a cough. You need some like kind of tea or no, something. No, no, it's uh. The little weepy eye. Sun comes out. Riva goes down. Riva, what question? Oh, really? Have you been around this area a long time? Riva been around Grey Dirge for centuries. Do you know what happened to the Grey Dirge Bank? About uh, two years ago, Grey Dirge Bank went defunct. Who inherited their building or actually took it over? Well, building itself is gone to the way of the ovens and everything else outside of Grey Dirge in Geb. It's, it's just basically went to rot. Nobody ever went back to it. So it's After still the there. bankers took it, they took all possessions out and moved. And that was the end of that. Do you remember where they, or do you know where they went? Uh, from my understanding, they left Grey Dirge altogether. They were under orders by the Tax Collectors Union and Builders League to leave Grey Dirge and move to the Northwest somewhere. I never had money in there. Show them the key, Kier. 
Yeah, um, this key will open a safety deposit box in Graydirch Bank. Could you just could you tell me where the bank is or where it was the building anyway? We'd like to go check the building out. He takes the obsidian shaft and he's he's <laughs> eyeballing it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Riva seen key like this before. Uh-huh. Riva once had safety deposit vault in bank had key very similar to this but uh that was a long time ago before bank left got it as far as where bank used to be it was in the bone scrape area of great edge number five on your map if you look looks like number four to me oh you idiot it's number five Mm, got it. Number five. Thank you. Just Appreciate outside that. of it. No, it's in. in don't argue with Riva. Riva put <laughs> virus back inside you. I'd bite you this time. <laughs> don't do it, Riva. You can talk to Skullfairy to fix you. Did, did you say that um, his hit points were, were not restored, but his conditions have been cleared? Yes. So if he took any damage during that fight, he, he would still be at that minus office max. Yeah. But what the conditions you? are gone. Minus okay. office max? All right, fuck him. Yeah, but I went down uh, still having more than like half my hit points. You have half your 50% right now? I mean, yeah. A little Mariva more can that. sell you awesome healing potion as well. Got good price for it. Yeah, got a man Sorrel. He can heal us. I can crack some bones and heal him. Riva, How do much you... is that potion? <laughs> that would be four hit points for one potion. I'm Good sorry. Lord. That would be four gold pieces for one potion. <laughs> Riva, do you do you mind if I tend to uh, to to Cruz's wounds here just for a few moments? You're going to make your own eggs in Chef's kitchen. What are you crazy? You don't do repairs in Riva's house. Yes, it's uh, time to go then, isn't it? It's okay. But De La Cruz and Riva, we know each other. We feel each other now. And I'll be there for you whenever you need me, because I know you'll be there for Riva, right? Da, Riva. Da. Ah. Das Vidanya. <laughs> Now the sun has come up. Riva needs sleep. Be gone. Okay, let's go check out the side of the bank. Just maybe the physical structure's there, and just maybe the safety deposit box there, and just maybe the contents are still there. Contents. It's worth a look. We're already here. <laughs> so what do you want to do? You guys want to go look at the bank? You guys want to go back to the manor and finish that off? What would you like to do? I'd like to go to the bank. I'm just slowly learning about all of this, so I'm since we're in town, I'm okay with going to the bank. Yeah, we're here. Might as well do it. Okay. All right. Well, let's go to the bank. Okay. Hopefully, See? there ain't no bank fairies there. Yeah. Get our ass kicked again. Go read so, another eyeball. Cruise. Sorry, GM. Go ahead. I was gonna say. So you guys leave Reva's apothecary. And as you close the door behind you, you see a retinue of individuals 
walking towards the apothecary. They seem to be surrounding one individual, a female. But it's really hard to see because she's so small. And as this group of 10 individuals draws closer, they stop and they part. And you see that this shorter female is actually Burline. Mr. Burline. Khan gives a bow. Thank you for your courteous ways, Master Khan. Hey, what is that on your shoulder that you have? Is what is this this hand? Is that like a good luck charm that you Lady have? Lady Burline, this is Doctor <laughs> Annihilator, previous oh, owner heard so of the manor. Things about her. I will not be talking to a hand. I'm sorry, Master Khan. Hey, well, hey, Master Sorel, please take me away. Well, it has come to my attention, uh, Master Khan, that uh, word has come to me that you have managed to clear out the manor. Almost. We got one room left, but I have no fear that that's not going to be cleared out soon. Well, I was under the impression that you had. Uh, Word had gotten to me the moment you stepped into Grey Dirge. Uh, I do bring news, though, and news relating to this pink powder that you recovered off the bodies in Urgag's farm. I would like to speak with you privately about this matter. With not us as on, a group, you mean, right? Of course, but not on the streets of Greydage. There are spies everywhere. Very well. We can take you at our manor if you wish, or if you prefer, we can go to your residence. I think it would be better if we go back to my house. It's much more fortified and capable of withstanding any type of uh, aggressive forces if they want to be that way. Very well, but you must uh, promise us in the future that you uh, come to our residence once it is acceptable for someone of your stature. We must. You've welcomed us many times at yours. In the future, we would be honored to have you at our condo. I look forward to the invite. She leads you back towards her residence which is at Haldoli's estate at the southern tip of Greydirge. And she leads you once again into the parlor right off the entrance. And of course you see Murk, her head <laughs> zombie. Oh, look at this, of course. Look at the, the people who are coming to dirty my floor again. Madam, why? Why? She just moves him out of the way. Please into the parlor. I'll be in there in a moment. Oh, good. Once again, in the parlor. More parlor tricks. Meatbag. After a few moments, she comes in and she closes the two doors behind her and says, uh, A few of my individuals on my payroll have managed to do a little alchemical checking on this pink powder that you found. From what we've been able to gather... The most it could do is make one slightly ill. It lacks the composition to completely kill somebody, but it's so diluted in the grain that I don't see how infusing it with it could serve much of a purpose. It would even dilute it even more. As for the three-fingered skull symbol... I'm still working on that from my end. And I hope that when you free up with your mana, that you continue to do the same on your end. 
One quick question for you, ma'am. Have you ever Lady Burline, this is Keir Nullfire. He stumbled into our manor. We rescued him and he proved a worthy, worthy uh, teammate in helping us clear out the place. Keir, go. Thank you. Appreciate that. Ha ha ma'am, have you ever heard of the name Zon Kuthon? <laughs> she looks around really quick and you hear the outside the door oh my god <laughs> she says you must never mention that name outside of the empty threshold ever got it uh, but, can you tell us about that individual uh, it is quite ironic though that you have inquired about that name because it would seem that your actions regarding old Urgag's farm have reached ears of one of the most important in Grey Dirge. His name is Ortegar Stitchskull, and he is head of Grey Dirge's temple of Zon Kuthon. You just said the name. I'm allowed to, it's my residence. Oh my god! <laughs> 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 Out of character, can you uh, repeat that again? The names and all that, what his title is? Ortegar Stitch Skull. And he is head of Greaturge's Temple of Zon Kuthan. So there's a whole okay. cult around this guy, huh? He believes your agenda is in line with his. And I've been asked as a friend, if you would do him the honor of gracing his acquaintance this evening at the Empty Threshold. Okay. Got it. They serving drinks or what? Well, that'll depend on Ortegar. If I know him, he will have some form of a refreshment available for you. But that is between the four of you and Ortegar. I must warn you to be very polite with him. He's easy to get along with, but he's quick to foul temper. No problem, I'll handle it. My manners are impeccable. Sorrel gives Khan a look like, no, you will not. Oh no, the little man looked at me crossly. <laughs> uh, Lady Burling, one question before we take our leave. Do you happen to know what happened to the, to the bank where it moved to? The Grey Dirge Bank is no yes. longer within Grey Dirge. They moved northwest, I believe, deeper into Geb. Most of the more wealthier households either removed their wealth from Grey Dirge Bank or they took it with them and actually abandoned their residences to follow them. It all depended on where their affiliations lied with the Builders Guild and the Tax Collectors Union. There was any unclaimed property in there would where would it have gone anything unclaimed i would have imagined that most families or businesses would have taken their their monies with them as far as what may be in their their vaults i would assume the same thing okay well thank you ma'am just uh checking to see we still got a room to clear out lady berline we don't want to uh, be going to Ortego and having him uh, 
tell us what to do before we finish doing what you told us to do. Well, I would suggest you get on back to where you need to be and handle your business. But remember that Otagar is not a patient man. If you're summoned by him, it usually means that what he has to say is of great importance. Is this someone you fear? No, let, but let us just say that every blood lord should be wary of somebody trying to usurp his or her power. And I've had many individuals try to usurp mine. Now, that being said, Otagar has always been a staunch advocate for my position and has never sought my position. And as head of the temple of the empty threshold, he himself has never had anybody challenge his position. And knowing that we both are very happy where we are, we have a great tendency to help one another out. Well, that's great. Well, you gave me blessing to join this cause. You gave me my first house I've ever had, and you've shown us hospitality where no one else would have. So don't you worry about us crossing you. Now realize me saying that, that's going to make you think we're going to cross you. That ain't going to happen. You let me know if you need information from him, and I'll see if I can find it out and bring it back to you. I got your back, Mr. Burline. I do too. Yes, well, uh, please get on with whatever task you deem primary and then do what you must do. Well, I'm here to do your bidding, Mr. Burline. You want me to finish the manor as you had first requested? We'll do that. You want me to see this stitch skull man? We'll go there too. We're representatives of you in some way, so I don't want to reflect badly on you. Well, then I would suggest you go see Otagar next session. <laughs> but here you go. I don't know how the hell we were able to get through this. Internet problems of every time. Fucking Sorrel stepping up and being on my lip, Lewis. I can't hear you. You're just locked up again. Without you in my <laughs> life. What song Ooh. is that? Uh, I don't know. It was Blue? That's Motley Crue, yeah. from what yeah, I know. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, you're fucking singing Motley Crue. Holy shit! Well, he just shit. looked like he was crooning. You know, I just well, it's the first done. thing that came to my mind. <laughs> Money <Yeah>. talks. <laughs> there you go. I slowly wilt and die, but with you by my side, kid Nova Five. Thank you for joining us once again on Roll the Hard 20 Podcast. Remember, you can find us and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts, and Audible. And if you like what you're listening to, leave us that five-star rating and review. We also have a YouTube channel at Roll the Hard 20, so if you're into watching, head on over and hit that subscribe bell. We can also be found in the wild on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, so don't forget to look for us there and check us out. You can also contact the show directly at RollTheHard20Podcast at gmail.com or head on over to the website at RollTheHard20Podcast.com where you can download the current show directly 
pick and choose past shows from our archives, or view our galleries. We've got a lot of stuff posted there, so check us out. And finally, join us on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash rollthehard20podcast, where you can become a hard slinger and pick up swag. So until next session, keep your dice warm and your glass topped off as you roll those hard 20s.